girls, come on. Leave the saving of the world to the men? I don't think so. I don't think so. Oh my gosh, that video gets me hyped every time. I love it so much. I've watched it like a thousand times. <laughs> it's so good. Hi, everybody. Welcome. This is our second week in a row coming to you live from all across North America, which is really cool. Um, this is the new hit podcast, Nerdy Girls After Dark. You might have seen us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify which is awesome. Uh, this is the podcast where women can get their fandom content, relationship advice, fashion tips, belly laughs, and answers to dangerous questions all in one kind of nerdy place. And I am one fourth of your hosting party. I'm Sarah Lydia. And then these are my girls, Maya, Kara, and Jaylin. Jaylin is joining us this week. Jalen, you want to do your intro? Tell us about your world. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Sad I missed the first episode, but we'll say this is the first first official episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, my name's Jalen. I am in Nebraska, so you know, middle of the country here. Um, that's me and my husband Taylor and our three crazy animals. Lego is the cat, and then Gizmo and Penny are our doggies. They keep me very busy and entertained. I love it. Um, well, welcome. We're so happy that you can hang out with us and um, and give the tea with all of us. Um, we before we get into the main goods of the episode today, we we wanted to um, just give some etiquette guidelines to uh, the folks in. I think, Internet. I think she's buffering just a little bit. <laughs> okay, there, there you are. are. No, no. <laughs> I thought it was Here's me. Kit corner. Yeah, there she is. Okay, all right. I thought it so, was me. So, <laughs> um, so first things first. Everybody, grab your favorite beverage. You know the drill. Time to get cozy. Uh, time to have fun. Um, also, if you are joining us live, if you are in the comments, please make sure and be respectful of everyone here. This is a very safe and inclusive environment, and we will make sure that it remains a safe and inclusive environment, and we will not hesitate to come after you if we feel <laughs> <laughs> uh, Not that I think that we'll have a problem, uh, but just to make sure that we keep it nice and inclusive for everyone. That being said, everybody, grab your beverage, cozy on up, and uh, let's get started, shall we? Yes. Yay. All right. We're going to start with some attention moments. May I have your attention, please? May I have your attention, please? All right, attention. Maya, what's got your attention this week? Okay, I do not know how you all are tapped into the, the fashion scene, but can we just take a moment? Oh, oh man. Rihanna oh, is hot. Cover of Vogue when she just had this amazing multiple shoot uh, like spread on her and 
really just loving how she is just redefining how women are just showcasing their baby bumps. Mm. I love it. I feel like I'm almost thinking that like how Michael Jackson would wear like those military coats or like the glove. Yeah. Like he's redefining how people are thinking about maternity wear. So I love, I mean, we've seen her a bunch of different covers, but the looks are undeniable and she is gorgeous. So that's what got my attention this week. That jumpsuit was fire. Wow, yeah, the pants. Yes. <laughs> that's I want that. <laughs> that's amazing. Sarah, what got your attention this week? Uh, what got my attention? Okay, so I am. I might be the nerdiest out of the bunch, um, which I don't know if that's a great thing, but the the big announcement in the comics world this week was um, previews of the all the Pride covers for June, this coming June. And one of them, yes, oh my gosh, Ooh. it's so beautiful. This is the DC Pride rap, um, rap cover uh, done by Joshua Swaby. And we actually got to talk with Joshua uh, yesterday, and he is going to be uh, a special guest during uh, one of our special episodes that we have coming up on the Nerd Emporium YouTube channel. Um, or it's going to be on Nerd Life Network um, via the Nerd Emporium. But anyway, I just, I love that cover. I think it's beautiful. Um, and he's a stellar human being. So wins all around. Nice. That's super cool. Yeah, those guys look great. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jalen, what caught your attention this week? All right. So mine is kind of silly, but Variety tweeted this the other day um, <laughs> of a Spirit Halloween movie is in the works. For any of you who are Halloween fans, here's a new uh, kind of horror flick. It's kind of family horror, so who knows how scary it will actually be. Um, but it's supposedly going to come out this October. So it's in production and we'll get a fun little apparently haunted animatronics movie because that's everyone's, Ooh. that's what everyone wants, right? It, yeah. <laughs> Those things aren't scary enough. Let's make them haunted. Is that like, is, is that the, the, my nephews love Five Nights at Freddy's. Have y'all heard of that? That I've heard of it, game. but I haven't seen it. It is. It's real creepy, but I'm Rachel Lee Cook. That's yeah. awesome. I haven't. So. I it has been a while. Yeah, that's awesome. Cool. Jalen is our resident Halloween girl. <laughs> um, my friend Sam is in the comments. I can see her in there. She is also a Halloween girl, and she yeah, is pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> <laughs> We'll watch it together since Kara won't go. <laughs> I just love that Jalen, like, birthday a few days before Halloween, Scorpio season, and just all yes. aligns. <laughs> yep. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's all perfect. The stars literally align. <laughs> I think I was supposed to be in November, and I was like, mm, no, we're not, we're not going to November. <laughs> uh, I didn't have much attention this week. My attention moment was probably just that my little sister got into every school that she applied to uh, for university, including Yay! some American universities. So that's pretty exciting. That is that's our exciting. Yes, that is our little excite, exciting attention moment. Yes. Um, 
Yeah. So now we're going to jump into the main meat and potatoes of tonight's podcast. We're talking about love languages today. For anybody who does not know their love language, this is a great chance to get to know. Try and see if you can pick yours out based on what we're talking about. We have all done a quiz which has ranked our love languages. We can throw a link maybe (laughs) in the Instagram later on if you guys want to do the quiz yourself. Uh, but we've all done the quiz, we've done the work, we've put in the time, uh, and we are going to talk about our, uh, there's five, we're going to rank them from lowest to highest in terms of priority, see if we think that that is true of us (laughs) and what we want, and then talk a little bit about how we can use that to better our friendships and our relationships with people uh, around us. So we're going to start with Okay, well, Kendesa also looked beautiful as mm-hmm. months ago when she's pregnant. So. <laughs> I, didn't like that. I did not even show Casey's comments when they were coming through. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Amazing. We will start with our bottom two. So, Maya, why don't you start us off with your bottom two love languages? Okay, so my bottom two, and they're very much bottom because my lowest one is gifts at 3%. And which is not very surprising. I'm more of like a practical gift person. And I feel like I immediately knew this about myself because my sister loves gifts and I don't. So like that difference was always very noticeable to me. Um, And then my second to last is physical touch. I don't know. That makes me feel weird for saying that because I like hugs. Like I like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, like being touchy feely, but I guess compared to the other ones, it just didn't. It's not as strong. So mm-hmm. some of the questions are hard because mm-hmm. basically for anybody yeah. that hasn't taken the quiz, they ask you, would you prefer this or this? Like what is more meaningful to you? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's some of them were really hard. I was right. like, wow. <laughs> it's yeah. like I would pick the answer on like one question and then like the same answer would pop up on another. I'm like, well, I already picked this one, but I don't, I yeah. like the other one. So do I just pick the other one to change it up or it, those type of quizzes do stress me out sometimes. It reminded me, have y'all ever taken the Myers-Briggs? Y'all have. Yes. It reminded me of that. Like, yeah. like yeah. oh no, I like that one, but I don't know. I need to, yeah, uh, it's hard. It's, and it depends. I feel like on what mood you're in when you take these mm-hmm. types of quizzes. Mm-hmm. I should maybe, um, What were you about to say, Kira? You should maybe. Oh no, oh. did she freeze? Jalen, do you, do you want to give your bottom her. two? Okay, okay I'm back. Oh, she she's back. <laughs> <laughs> Internet's getting us today, oh, guys. I know. Apologies. Okay. Uh, would you maybe say what the five are? Probably should have started with that. Yeah. So there's quality time, there's physical touch, words of affirmation, receiving gifts, and acts of service. So those are the five things. Um, so, Sarah, what are your bottom two? My bottom two, um, so receiving gifts is the bottom, and it's 7%. And then my second from the bottom is physical touch, which is 13%, which I should preface that. So I used to be a big physical touch person, but just the last 10 years of my life, uh, just different boundaries have gotten a little bit firmer, and I've just... 
I've just evolved as a person, but I still love like when Maya and I saw each other last month, like we, we both hugged each other, even though <laughs> neither of us is it's okay, like, right. exactly. Yeah. If it's the right person, yeah. then mm-hmm. like, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think so that's like women, like, I feel like, you know, there's some sort of like hesitancy because you just like, you have to always be aware of like, who's in your personal space and who's trying to touch you. Yep. But no, like same, like, like you said, Sarah, it depends on the person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it really does. At, at the beginning of the quiz, they ask you, like, are you in a relationship? Are you single or whatever? So that you, I think they kind of tailor the questions a little bit. So for me, when I was answering all these questions, I was answering them based on like what my fiance, like what I prefer from my fiance. So I feel like that also changes the answer because Sarah, same thing, like, yeah. which is great for one person. If anybody else right. touches me, I'm like, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> yeah. Sam says, Gary and I never hug. This is true. <laughs> same with me and my sister. We never hug. And if it's, it's so weird, we're like, <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Jalen, what do you got for your bottom two? So my bottom two, my bottom um, is also receiving gifts at 7%. Um, And then my next one is kind of a jump. It's at 20% and it's words of affirmation. So I had a big gap between my bottom, bottom two. Wow. Okay, so my bottom two are the same as Jalen's, but different percentage. Mm -hmm. So my bottom one is gifts at 3%. So nobody be sending us gifts. (laughs) (laughs) After dark, that's not what we want. So 3% is gifts. And then I have 13% words of affirmation at the bottom, Mm -hmm. which will Mm -hmm. come into play later. Mm -hmm. Um, So we talked a little bit about gifts. Let me read what it actually says, because a lot of us had gifts at the bottom. Uh, So it says, like, don't mistake this love language for materialism. The receiver of gifts thrives on the love, thoughtfulness, and effort behind the gift. If you speak this language, the perfect gift or gesture shows that you are known, you are cared for, and you are prized above whatever was sacrificed to bring this gift to you. A missed birthday anniversary or a hasty, thoughtless gift would be disastrous. So with the absence of everyday gestures, gifts are visual representations of love and are treasured greatly. Mm. So mm-hmm. there you go. Does anybody in the comments have gifts number one? Or do you think that gifts is number one? And I feel like there's an inherent, like, I don't know. When people think that, you, they may think, like, you're being shallow because you like gifts. When no, it's like... It could be, it's not just someone like gifting you something like expensive. It could be like, oh, you made me a card or, oh, you mm-hmm. thought of me and you brought me a souvenir back from a trip. Mm-hmm. It could be a keychain, things like that. Yeah. So it is really that whatever makes you get those butterflies inside. And it, it is, I do feel like it's a little bit different when it's something handmade, like, you know, somebody put time into it. Mm-hmm. So even though that's the bottom for me, I do like I we we always are thinking of each other. Our little friend group is constantly putting together little care packages for each other and those kinds of things. Yes. I love because mm-hmm. I know that there was so much thought and care put into it. But that again that kind of plays into my number 1. So, I don't know. Cuz it's like you can still appreciate something, but that yeah. may not be your love language too. So, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Like but I Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no, go ahead. I was just gonna say, like, I don't 
hate when I just get flowers randomly. Like if Taylor right. gives me flowers one day, like, oh, that's so nice. But like, I'm not going to go out every day and be like, you didn't give me flowers today. So, you know, the right. occasional surprise is nice, but I'm not yeah. expecting gifts every single day or no, wanting gifts every single day. We are good at gifts. I mean, we are. We're good at gifts. That's our love language, number one, gift yeah. giver. I think, but yeah, there's also yeah, a difference yeah. too between like, get, like your love giving. language of receiving and your love language of giving. Mm-hmm. So I think all of us have like a giving love language of gifts. Like, I think that's got to be probably towards our top in terms of how we show love to each other. But I wouldn't, yep. you know, like I, I wouldn't say that any of us are like great at receiving gifts. <laughs> yeah, giving gifts like Christmas. I love Christmas because I get so excited to give gifts to other people. Like as nice as it is to give yeah. gifts to myself, I probably wouldn't care if I didn't get any or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, all my family is watching, but I still want some. But you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> honest, I still want some gifts. Uh, but it's just not as exciting. Like the like giving especially with nieces and nephews now and watching them open gifts it's such a whole different experience Mm -hmm. for sure especially in a virtual world where it's like we get so many digital virtual yeah representation augmented things like getting something in person like even getting a package at your doorstep you're like oh my gosh (laughs) it's like Mm -hmm. exciting too so i think like living in a very virtual world right now makes that very special yeah, that's true. Like the handwritten note that mm-hmm. you sent us last week or a couple of weeks ago. That was In so long distance. <laughs> and we all sent me that note for my yes. pitch. Literally was crying. So great. Oh my God. So we all agree. It's an important love language. We all use it to yes. show love and to receive love. But it was the first to be eliminated on this night. <laughs> 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 love languages um okay so let's go on let's let's do our our third one let's see if we can do just the third one and see if we can eliminate one more and then we'll go with our top two how, how about that okay. Maya do you yeah. want to give us your third yeah so my top three actually very close to having the exact same percentage and I feel like I, I recognize this about myself too is like three of them I closely align with but my third is quality time. So I feel like for me personally, I love just, I mean, y'all know we play game night. I'm always like the last to leave. Like I'm not going to leave to everyone else leaves because I just love being in people's presence. I go to my parents' house, just sit on the couch like for hours because I just, it's people's presence that really just fills me up. So I think that's why it's like kind of like tied for my number one because just recognize that about me. Um, just spending idle time. We don't have to have an agenda, anything like that. Um, so that's that's why it's why it's up there for me. Nice, Sarah. I love that. My, Maya and I are eerily similar. That's crazy. <laughs> My, mine is also quality time. Um, oh, three for yeah. three. Three for three. Yeah. Um, quality time. I'm. I am a very introverted person. And I have, I talk with my therapist about this a lot, but I have um, been consciously single uh, for two, three years now, 
um, because I wanted to get to a place, and you and I have talked about this, Kara, but I wanted to get to a place where I am okay emotionally just being myself and being with me. Because once I am there in my mind, once I am there, then I will be ready to compliment somebody else, not have somebody else complete me. Mm-hmm. So, but it's, it's been a journey. It has been a journey. <laughs> so, but in that, in that journey, I have come to realize that I really enjoy um, just self-care and taking care of me and me time. <laughs> uh, so, and, and, you know, I've lived, I've lived on my own for, for so long now uh, that I just, um, I just really enjoy my personal space. Um, that's a really that, interesting way to think about it as a, a way to love yourself. I don't know that I've ever thought about yeah. the love languages as a way to love myself, but that tracks with me a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I'm having that okay. time alone. I it's, how I, it's also how I like refresh during the day and or at the end of the day, I should say, yes. I need that time alone. Recharge. But that's so interesting. I've never thought about this in terms of loving myself. That's beautiful. I love that. Interesting. Jalen, what do you got? So my number three uh, was actually tied with um, my words of affirmation, um, but apparently it was just a little bit higher. Um, it's at 20% and it's physical touch is my number three. Um, again, it, I think I took it as I just don't like being touched right now because germs gross. Like <laughs> right, if I would have taken yeah. this like two years yep. ago, then it probably would have been like number one. But right now it's a little lower because I'm like, stay away from me, people. Mm-hmm. I don't need your germs all over me. But um, yep. I mean, I love, you know, holding hands with my man in public and walking down the street with him. Um I mean, when we take our dogs for a walk, I'm always grabbing him, like, hold me too. And stuff. So, <laughs> I like, you know, being affectionate with him and stuff, but then just everyone else, I'm like, Ugh, stay away. <laughs> See, when it's the right person. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. the right person. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Sarah and Maya went three for three. Jalen and I are going three for three. <laughs> so last week, if you guys caught us last week and we were talking about female-led movies, we had no repeats the whole no. time. And then today we are on the same page. So my third one is also physical touch. I had 20% uh, for physical touch. It's really hit and miss. Definitely not about touching people that are not my fiance. Like I don't love hugging. I don't love like, I don't know. But I do love like a massage. Mm-hmm. Even if it's you know, some random, as long as they're certified, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Don't get crazy. Uh, uh, and yeah, same same as Jalen was saying. I love holding hands. I think holding hands with Kristan has ha- like it's got to be one of my like most peaceful like at peace mm-hmm. moments is in that space or like Aww. a hug when you just like get a cocoon going and he wraps you up. That's uh, it's nice. Just not all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. and not in the summer when it's hot. Oh. Is that is that oh, physical yeah. touch one for everybody? Did everybody say physical touch already? I think so. I think I so. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I feel like I'm the same way too. Like only I feel I like would... my family, like my friends. It's I I feel like I'm only physical touch with like 
like if I have a romantic partner at the time. So yeah. I feel like that's why it's so low because I'm like, I'm not really touchy feely with like a ton of people. So same. Yeah. So here's what Ryan. it says about <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> Ryan. Ryan. Ryan's <laughs> <laughs> got some of y'all's. <laughs> All right. This language is not all about the bedroom. A person whose primary language is physical touch is not surprisingly very touchy. Hugs, pats on the back, holding hands, and thoughtful touches on the arm, shoulder, or face. They can all be ways to show excitement, concern, care, and love. Physical presence and accessibility are crucial, while neglect or abuse can be unforgivable and destructive. Physical touch fosters a sense of security and belonging in any relationship. That's interesting. Okay. Like the opposite of like if used in like a like with bad intent, how it can be so harmful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Think about it like that. Yeah. Yep. Okay. That was the only two that's been eliminated so far, right? Yep. Yes. Okay. All right, Maya. What's your top two? So this one is tied with quality time, and this is words of affirmation. I, it's like I said, my top three are basically all tied. I love, I don't wanna say getting compliments, but it's more so when people just acknowledge me, like whether it be my work or my effort. Like, and I think growing up, I, I grew up in a very, like my parents had very, very high expectations of me. So when I got yeah. that, I'm a proud of you. I'm like, oh, wow, this is great. You did great on this. Like, I just took, like, I just take that very personally and it just warms me up. And to the point where when I was a kid, I would, I think that was like my number one as a kid because anytime I got a compliment, I would, I would hold on to it for so long. And I, I think nowadays, like, I remember training myself to not be so flustered when I got a compliment. That's how bad it was <laughs> because I would, I would just be so happy. Um, but I'm still like that, like kind of just hearing, like, like getting positive feedback. I remember after the last episode, I'm like, oh my gosh, was I rambling? Was I so, and then Kara was like, oh, he gave me a lot of reassuring words. That meant a lot for me. So I like, I like just, you know, obviously it's not just words, you know, you always want to follow up with actions, spoiler yep. alert to my number one, but I think it's always <laughs> comforting because it's like, people don't have to take the time to say it out loud. So I feel like that's really special. Mm -hmm. yeah. Do you want to go ahead with your number one then? Since they were so close. Yeah, my oh. number one is acts of service. <laughs> and I say that too, because I think I'm in a season of just like hyper-independence. I'm, you know, I'm single, like I'm like, I live by myself, like I work and all this stuff. And I just feel like I'm constantly doing stuff myself. And there's a lot of decision fatigue that comes with that. Um, and so like when people actually take the time to like take something off my plate, it's amazing. And so this one actually was, it was 30% compared to 27% for the other two. So yeah, like being someone like helping me with something, I'm, I'm finding that I'm putting more value on that because just how life is, you know, like task, adulting, it's a lot. So like I always give the example, I remember I was out of town and I, I was coming back home the next day and I saw my ring camera that my dad was shoveling the snow off my driveway. Oh, and I, I was literally crying when I was out of town because I'm like, oh my gosh, it was so nice. So mm -hmm. things like that. That's sweet. 
just anything that can like make me like relax and not have to focus on what's on my plate is something that I really appreciate. That is so sweet. I love that. How do we, Brian, how do we get Kara back over to her name? <laughs> I'll just I be it, Kara. It's fine. <laughs> Thank you. I, I want to give a shout out real quick to Brian, our executive producer, who's behind He's the behind scenes, scenes. <laughs> being the wizard right Pretty now, the man. YouTube wizard. He's our Wade. Sorry. Our Wade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so sweet of your dad, though, Maya. Oh, my gosh. What a sweet guy. Um, well, that sucks that I missed that story. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, what are your top two? Two. So Maya and I are five for five, which is wow. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Um, words of affirmation, which is twenty-seven percent. Um, and that's my number two. Um, I kind of going along the lines of what you were. Um, touching on with the physical touch thing, Kara, the, the little summary that they put on the website. Um, for me, words have always carried a lot of weight and power to them. And so um, I've been in relationships before where those words have just kind of been wielded without any thought or care. And um, it was really damaging. It was really hurtful. And uh, it's taken me a long time. I mean, I still talk about some of the, some of the things that happened, um, in therapy. So, um, when, when they are wielded right and they come from the right people, they, I find that they can be very healing. Um, and so I just, I, and it's for me right now in this season of life where I'm not really into physical touch right, <laughs> right now and there's a pandemic, um, it's it's one of the top ways for me to receive love is through like just verbal verbal support and verbal love. Um, that's just yeah. Yeah, that's uh that's I I'll be honest with you. Word like using words of affirmation in a negative way has been something that I have struggled with for a long time. Uh, and I never thought anything of it because like, obviously it's at the bottom of my list. So like to me, if somebody said something rude, like, oh, whatever, like, well, mm. <laughs> yeah. say it right back to you. Like, I'll, I'll make you cry. Like, I'll, you know, double down and whatever. Uh, and then there was just people that were very, very close to me that have words of affirmation as their number one. And it had like, it was brought to my attention, like, hey, the words that you're saying are doing real damage to me. And I have worked very, very hard uh, to be mindful of that. Uh, and it's a work in progress every day. Like, I don't think that I'm necessarily great at it. Again, because it's not always high on my list. I'm not always thinking about it. Like, you can yeah. throw out a comment here or there that to you wouldn't have any significance. But to somebody else like yourself that has that at the top, that might have uh, some kind yeah. of consequence in which you're sitting in a therapist chair for five years talking about the same, you know, things that happened and how that hurt you and all that kind of stuff. And I just never want to be in that spot uh, where I'm doing that. So it's, it's interesting listening to you guys say that, that that's at your top because 
good reminder for all of us yeah. <laughs> to, yeah. to heed what people are saying and kind of figure out how we can love each other better, how we can be a better friend, how we can be a better you know, mom or dad, wife, whatever it is. Well, and relationships are all about meeting the other person's needs, whether it's a friendship or an intimate relationship. It's figuring out how to speak that language um, because you, you care about someone. So you want to, you know, put in that that work. So I appreciate you saying that. Thank you. Yeah. Because that means you're working harder, honestly. You have to, right? If you care about the people that are in your life, you have to learn how to speak their language. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and so, Sarah, your your number one is then. Did you already were active service? Did you have anything to like mention there? Yeah, my number one is acts of service. I think it's probably just because um, I have been so busy for so long now <laughs> that uh, I welcome any and all help. I really do. Um, if it's, you know, taking out the trash, taking out the trash is such a big deal to me. Loading the dishwasher, um, folding laundry. I mean, oh, it yeah. seems like, or cooking yeah. dinner, cooking dinner. It's, I mean, it's just such a help when I feel like somebody is meeting me halfway to help me, um, it just, it, it melts me. It makes me a puddle. For sure. Oh my gosh. Cause I hate like the whole superwoman. I'm getting kind of emotional. <laughs> like this little superwoman complex too, I think can be very damaging. Yes. Like welcoming as much help as possible. Like whether that be through friends, yep. family or like a romantic partner. Um, so I, I feel you there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, especially being on your own, because you said you've been on your own for a long time. There's all this pressure to be an independent woman. Okay, well, I'm single, so I'm going to be an independent woman. I don't need anybody. I can do this myself. But then to have that freedom of letting people in and asking for help, or just having that trust with somebody to have them know you like to let them in enough mm -hmm. like if it's friends if it's family whatever to let them in enough to know oh man like this I'm gonna take out the trash for her because that's gonna make the day, her day yep mm -hmm. it's, it's it says a lot that's work really too does. so much we're learning about each I feel like a lot I of the know. people are about each other but like now hearing it I'm like okay Duly noted. <laughs> Everybody in this episode is going to be like, I got to send them a nice message afterwards. And yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you absolutely do. Jalen, what's your top two? All right. So I guess now it's Sarah and I's turn to see if we're five for five. <laughs> um, but my next one is acts of service. Um. Are we tie? Are we five for five? Okay. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, this goes, you know, with what, you know, Sarah and Maya have said, you know, just getting the help without having to ask for the help means yeah. so much. Yeah. Just with the little things. Um, I mean, 
right now I heard our washing machine going. So my husband just started a load oh, of laundry okay. and I'm like, yes, thank you. <laughs> we needed to do laundry. So it just those little things where just help out, you know, whether it's, you know, letting the dogs out so I don't have to do it all the time or dishes or trash or anything. It's just, just makes me so happy. Just, just getting that little, even if it's not even, they're looking for the praise either, you know, they're yeah. just there to help, you know, you live in this house too. So you should help take care of this house. Just because I'm the girl doesn't mean it's all on me. That's what I always say. <laughs> very, um, very <laughs> and then my number one is quality time. Um, I, so I took this quiz, um, with Taylor in mind, um, but I would be interested to see if I took it with a friend or a family member in mind, if my results would be different. Um, cause I, with number, with quality time being number one, I just love spending time with him. Um, I have made him start watch Moon Knight with me, <laughs> even though I know he's not the biggest Marvel yes. fan, but I knew he would probably like Moon Knight. And so Wednesday night, he will actually watch it with no phone or computer. So just that, you know, that little quality time, it just means so much to me when we're just present together without the distractions of our phone or computer. Mm -hmm. It's just, yeah. it's my favorite thing. Just be You didn't use Jeopardy, like your Jeopardy. Oh yeah. <laughs> probably because I, I missed last week because I was gone. So he probably watched them all without me. So Tomorrow will be our Jeopardy or Jeopardy night. Friday nights is our Jeopardy, our Jeopardy watch of the whole week. So I have a lot to catch up on. <laughs> and just like seeing you two interact too, like watching the Nebraska game together. <laughs> like I can tell that meant so much to you. Oh my so. gosh, that was amazing. Yeah. So that you guys, if you guys actually come to Nebraska, you'll see what it's really like watching a, a Husker game in person. <laughs> but you, you got a little taste of it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So five for five with Jalen. I have quality time number one at 33% and acts of service number two at 30%. So both of those are very high on my list. Mm -hmm. No, internet. <laughs> I don't. The internet apparently doesn't have any love language. Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Oh. They don't care what we say. <laughs> okay, we see you now. We see you okay. now. Hey, hey, hey she's I have back. Not had any problems with my internet for weeks? Okay, just tonight. Just tonight. Just, tonight. just for you guys. That's so annoying <laughs> for everyone. I apologize. Um, yeah, so quality time number one, acts of service uh, number two. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, um, yeah, so for quality time, I think for everybody that tracks, like not just in my um, relationship with Chrisan, but uh, I live next door to my sister and I will spend a lot of time just hanging out in her backyard or in her living room uh, with the kids, same with my friends, like any kind of quality time is, um, is really mm -hmm. important to me. Spending time with my fiance, we don't live very close together, so we don't see each other that often. So when we're together, just having that time where it's just us, even if we're just hanging out on our phones, but we're just 
doing it together. <laughs> like that, it, that means a lot to me as well. Um, yeah, I just like spending time. Is he, is he like two hours away? Yeah, yeah. He's two hours away and he works long hours. So we don't see each other a Aww. whole lot. Um, so even like during the day, like if he takes time, because he works 12-hour shifts, like sometimes I don't hear from him, especially if he's working night shifts. Um, I don't hear from him for a while. So if he takes like five minutes to call me in the middle of the day to just, you know, check in, like that, I guess, could be considered words of affirmation. But to me, I see that as quality time because it was like uh -huh. a dedicated, like carved out time that he took to spend with me or if it's FaceTime, like we will watch shows together through FaceTime, stuff like that. Um, acts of service for me is huge. I have a very um, anxiety. Again? Oh, no. Can, <laughs> can you'll hear my neighbor's yeah, there you I'm are so sorry you slept at anxiety right here <laughs> wow you can't even make that up <laughs> um if it keeps going i will run next door use my sister's internet <laughs> um yeah i have like a lot of anxiety especially around mess and stuff like that so if i am stressed out uh i cannot focus if there is mess so i have to have it clean. Same. So Croissant will, bless his heart, if I have work to do, schoolwork, he will just start cleaning the house so that I can sit down and focus on my schoolwork. If he sees me starting to get stressed, he'll just start cleaning uh, because he knows that's a very tangible way to help me calm down. He'll make dinner. He'll like run out to Starbucks and get me a coffee. Yeah. That's, that's really sweet. <laughs> that was a natural, <laughs> natural she was getting emotional talking about Kristen. oh my god oh. all right well i think that's like i guess at least a great segue into like something that we guess we can pose a question to y'all in the like the comments like you know we all kind of talked about how we ranked our love languages but how like Kira mentioned like how Kristan is like you know acting on her love language so she feels fulfilled like how do you all recognize other people's you're like either it could be like a friend a family member a significant other how do you all um sorry I'm just sorry I think I was doing it too sorry sorry like how do you recognize you know, like significant others love languages, because it's great to recognize our own. But in terms of like interacting with someone loving someone, it's really important to identify theirs. So Kara, I feel like if you want to, you know, start off with kind of like how you Yes, I have joined on my data. So hopefully it does not kick me out in the middle of my sentence. This time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so well, I made Croissant do this test as well. And our love languages are very different, which I knew was the case before we did this quiz. Um, but it's interesting because sometimes he like he sent me a couple of screenshots of like, what do you think that I would do? And my idea versus his idea of what his love language is was different in some of those times. Um, Chrisan is also very uh, words of affirmation based. So he's another person that I have to make sure that like 
words of encouragement or support are mean a lot more to him than they do to me. So I have to make sure that I am very like cognizant of that. Um, also touch, he's a big like physical touch person. So he likes to like hold hands and he likes to have his arm around me and stuff like that, which like I said, I don't always like to be touched. So I also have to be uh, cognizant of that as well. <laughs> I'm <an> example. <laughs> 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 um, and I don't, yeah, it, it, he said like his thing had acts of service at the very bottom. And I kind of challenged him on that today because it was, uh, my question was, is it that acts of service is actually what you want the least or is it just what you get the least? Because he is the person that is always like Aww. doing stuff for me, cleaning um, for me, going out to get my coffee or, you know, get groceries or whatever it is. And, and I don't know if he knows the answer to that, because I think that me doing stuff for him is also very helpful. Uh, it's just maybe not something that he has dug too much in. So there's like this whole thing, you got to kind of like challenge and ask questions and stuff too. Yeah. You can't just take the quiz at face value. I think yeah. there, there's always situations that change things as well. Right. And it's true. like when people can tell you one thing, but if you observe you gather more data points to kind of better gauge. Mm -hmm. I mean, I see my sister says she's not gifts. She's absolutely gifts. And I think, <laughs> you know, the, the stigma around gifts. I'm like, you love gifts and it's, there's no denying it. <laughs> yeah. And then it just becomes like, <laughs> I, yeah. I, it, like if you can see how they, react when you do a specific something then you can kind of get an idea of okay they really like it when i give them a compliment they really like it when i bring them you know a coffee or give them a keychain when i go somewhere or send them a postcard stuff like that and mm -hmm. you can kind of start building a repertoire of like okay this is how i love that person and this is how i love them mm -hmm. for sure yep i like great. that and so like i think there's so many different um, like ways to showcase these love languages. So y'all, if you have any suggestions, y'all, I mean, hopefully at this point you have an understanding of what is your love language or maybe your top three. So give some suggestions. I know we have a lot of people who are in relationships who aren't, you know, would love to kind of like learn from each other on kind of like what are some some like other things that you can do to really act on those love, like someone else's love language. Like I remember my, one of my ex-boyfriends, like we, I had no idea what geocaching was. Um, I don't know. Are y'all familiar with geocaching? Yeah. Did y'all geocache? We geocache. And that was like the best thing I've ever done in my life. So I'm acts, you know, acts of service. So I'm like, and I love adventure. Like, and so we were like, ge basically geocaching is like finding like hidden things in everyday life. So I can go to the park probably like a mile away from me and someone probably hit a geocache. And it's like a nation, well, maybe even worldwide treasure hunt. And it's just so fun. Like we were at like Bloomington, Indiana when I was at school, like finding treasure chests and stuff like that hidden. So oh, that's, cool. I, that's one that I, I would like the like, top of my mind that I'm like, oh, someone who's acts of serve, like acts of service or quality time, that would be a great activity. 
Yes, Ryan, you get me. <laughs> That's funny. Sam's Sam's comment was interesting it's about like, need different things from different people. Ads, mm, yeah. for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was thinking. So I should make Taylor take this. He has not taken this, um, but I know that physical touch would be his bottom. Right. Like he doesn't like the physical touch and so it's all about finding that compromise and those boundaries like I know you know I I mean physical touch was number three on mine so it wasn't super high but I know not to push you know the hand holding the hugging you know any of that with him and I think it's just finding that balance with your partner or your friend or whoever you're you're with um and just you know setting those boundaries with each other yeah compromise is a mm -hmm. good mm -hmm. word yeah mm -hmm. boundaries too mm -hmm. i'm back i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> hey y'all keep, keep giving those advice like if you know if your words of affirmation i know that's probably one that we haven't talked about as much in terms of giving suggestions i mean it may be a little obvious in terms of like how you speak to people but Definitely give suggestions for gifts, for words of affirmation, for all of them, so we can learn from each other. Mm. My, uh, oh comment. my gosh, mine too, mine yeah, too. Mine too. shows me love to gifts. If I don't receive that, it sucks because I don't. Oh wow, mm. interesting. Yeah, I my mom is really big on gifts, but she just, I mean, God bless our parents. I think my parents did the best they could, but, um, you know, she was raised by the great depression generation. And so she wasn't real great at communicating. Um, and really the only way she knows how to show love is through gifts, um, yeah. and food <laughs> cooking. Um, but, but yeah, it doesn't always, I mean, that's at the bottom of my list. So I always struggle sometimes with how to, how to interact with her when I know she's trying to be sweet. And so like, I try to respond lovingly um, without trying to fake it. Like, I don't, it's hard. It's hard sometimes. I feel you, Samantha, is what I'm saying. That's a really good point. Like generations really like, like how, like when you grow up, like for us, like we all kind of have physical tension, like semi closer to like the bottom half, but cause you know, we're, we're literally, spending like our adult life during COVID where like, you don't touch me. <laughs> so it's really interesting yeah. to like think about those generational differences too. Yeah. And so I, I saw Samantha so, say so. boomers and food. Yes. Good, <laughs> good yeah. as a gift also. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's good as a gift when like, you know, the person, because if, if it's like a neighbor and they're cooking food, like I don't trust it. But if it's like a friend, <laughs> then yeah, like yeah, yeah. potlucks, no. <laughs> <laughs> Only a handful of people can can actually so. put their food on my plate at the potluck. Uh, Speaking I, of, I feel like we need to get to our uh, hot takes, and I'm too spicy. afraid to ask. Yes, yes. Let's do it. I don't know who Al Gore is, and at this point, I'm too afraid to ask. <laughs> <laughs> All 
right. So somebody wrote in and said, how do you tell your significant other to step up their personal hygiene game? Just Who straight up. Take- That's what I do. Straight up. What you say? I, mean, I said just straight up. I mean, when you've been together for like 12 years, you're that comfortable with them that it you just gotta say it. So, I, I mean, but that's not the norm, I know, but <laughs> there's no other way around it though. Like, how there's is that really? I man, I <laughs> I I dated a girl once um, with uh, she didn't always brush her teeth in the morning, and I brush I brush my teeth at least three times a day, and my tongue and the roof of my mouth. If you don't have a tongue scraper, order one from Amazon for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, Sarah! Wow. She's dropping gems, and we can't hear her. Yeah. Well, I'll go to Brian's comment because no, it's not bo. <laughs> You know, sometimes just after like yes, working no. out or working in the garden, you just gotta go get in that shower. Don't yeah, yeah like, you know, if you see someone for like 24 hours, it's bound to happen. Right? <laughs> I feel like but, the length of the relationship does make a difference. Like that's a good point. Like yes. Jalen's saying we've been together for 12 years, we're married. I know that he loves me. I know <laughs> but like go take or whatever I like yep. and now at the point where I'll be like man go brush your teeth man like get, yep. Yep. get out of here I don't want to talk to you this way yep. um that's but, what you gotta do that's what you gotta yeah. do how soon how soon is too soon I feel like if it's too soon it's a red flag that's <laughs> a good like real yeah you know true. first month of talking and you feel comfortable like not doing something that should you know I just feel like I don't know. I just yeah, know it's a standard that I hold for myself. And like, if a guy were to be really lax on like brushing teeth or, you know, something like that, I'm like, Ugh, because it's only going to get worse. Okay. <laughs> that's so my, for, that's my uh, perspective. Uh, when yeah. you are looking for people, is that a deal breaker for you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, it depends on what, it, you know, like there's some things that are, well, yeah, hygiene, yeah, it is. I think. <laughs> Hygiene, shower, yeah. Smells, yeah. It is. Smells. <laughs> yep. Yep. You choose. You'll, I mean, you'll even notice if it's I'm, like... I'm single, so... <laughs> <laughs> we we did not stay together. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, goodness. No special teeth, but yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that's an interesting question. So I hope that that person is watching and you know, knows, I guess the timeline of it all is really what is with, and then just like how you communicate that is really important. Mm-hmm. And well, and with the smells, it's not necessarily just BO or anything. It could just be the cologne or the perfume that they're wearing, that that's yeah. not your favorite scent. And so you don't want to be around it all the time. So you just got to say, hey, I don't like that. You got to change it. Outside, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, you smell like. And I will do that with candles. Like, I'll light a candle, and he'll be like, "No, I don't like that <laughs> smell." And so then, I just <laughs> light it around him. <laughs> right, and like you said, Jalen, I think direct feedback is the best way. Mm-hmm. You know, give it out of a place of love, but that's 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 almost like the only way to do it. 
Oh, Brian says in the comment, <laughs> the day I could feel brave enough to tell my wife to shave her legs when she asked was the when day I fell asked. in love all over again. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, that is a new level of comfort. And it just depends, too, like on how important it is to you. Like if you are a very clean person uh, and you really value your hygiene, there's no way that you can be with somebody who doesn't. So I feel like just kind of yeah. feeling that out at the beginning is probably a good idea. <laughs> right, for sure. And once you're, if you build that trust, then you should be able to say, mm -hmm. yes, you do need to shave your legs or like, yes, you do need to take a shower. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Brush your tongue. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> so funny. Uh, we got another question. What? Why do people um, constant or like what? What do you say to people who are constantly telling you to get married or to have kids? Jalen, so much. <laughs> yeah, take it away. So I am in a childless marriage by choice. We have chosen not to have kids. We like being the fun aunt and uncle. That's our that's our role. Um, and lately, you know, once you get it so much, it just gets to that point. Like, just stop talking to me. Like I've told you a thousand times, it's not happening. But the response that I have been saying lately when it comes up, it's obviously died down quite a bit, was <laughs> not piss off ghost. <laughs> but I should because that's hilarious. Um, <laughs> um, but I, I like to say I shouldn't have kids just because you want to be a grandma or you want to be a grandpa or you want to be an aunt or an uncle. It's my life and my body. I don't want to go through that. And that response has gotten them to quiet down a little bit. So it apparently works. It worked for me, at least. All right. Listen up, kids. <laughs> yeah. Great. Take some notes. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I'm, I'm in the same boat because it's like I only get that from my parents. And so I like I just had a conversation. I'm like, so 20 years of you having super high academic expectations, high expectations, and saying boys were a distraction. And now you're talking about grandkids. Like at this point, you bred a career obsessed, hyper independent woman. <laughs> you not care. Like the last thing I'm thinking about is having kids. So I'm like, you know, you made me this way. <laughs> 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 it's fault. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm like, I don't know. It's, it's it's so funny to a lot of parents. It's like, you know, boys, my, I grew up in a very, very strict Christian household. So like the idea of like yep. me, like being like having an entanglement <laughs> was like out of the question. So it's like, you know, for me to have my first serious boyfriend when I was in college, I yep. was just, it was just like kind of crazy to think that these, you know, you're even mentioning this. So, yeah, I totally agree, like, get that, like, just setting that boundary, like, early on and keep, like, mentioning it to, like, to family or whoever tries to, because, you know, we're a different generation, too. Like, you know, I really appreciate how, like, women our age, we're kind of, like, waiting. Mm -hmm. You know, there are a lot of people, like, rush into things, but we're, like, we know what we want, and we 
and we're like acting on that now. Like we're taking the time to figure out like what we want. So yeah, I, I'm definitely like really appreciative of having all those like different examples and kind of like learning there rather than I'm trying to like, you know, necessarily hurry up and trying to get married just because I want to have kids. Like, you know, it's all about finding that person first. So mm-hmm. I agree with you there, Jalen. Yeah, I don't know that I've gotten these questions a ton. I remember when my sister got married, like eight years ago, people were always asking them, like, when they're having kids, to the point where they were asking me, they're like, when's Kinesa having kids? And I'm like, man, I don't know. Like, she would. <laughs> I'm be for a bit. I don't know. She'll have kids when she wants to, or like, when it happens. <laughs> like, I just don't. It's a, it's a weird it's a weird obsession when when I got engaged, like people started being like, oh yeah, now you can have kids, now you can have kids. And my sister and my brother-in-law were like, just wait, just wait. <laughs> I mean, like we do wanna have kids though. So yeah, it, it, I, I think it doesn't bother me as much as it would for somebody who doesn't wanna have kids. Um, but I think just being mindful, like I don't think it's bad to ask like, hey, like do you want to have kids? is different than when are you having kids? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like yeah, like, are you yeah. open to it? Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that puts the choice back in it. You're asking what their choice is. Like, are you choosing to have children? Yeah. Yes. And it's always the woman that gets yeah. asked. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. got a comment from Ronnie saying, Kara was the one asking when I'm, when I am going to be hunting. <laughs> Yeah. That's if you're in the comments, say nothing. <laughs> says, me and my husband get asked, when are you having kids often? Mm-hmm. Which I feel like it's sad, too, because I have so many friends who can't have children. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, I feel like a lot of people don't really approach it as, like, thinking that everyone's on the same playing field. No, not everyone can actually do it. So I feel like it's actually a, a huge breach of like privacy, it's very inappropriate when people ask yes. that because not mm-hmm. everybody has that option. Like, mm-hmm. like willy nilly, like they can completely control that. So yeah. Well, going back to words of affirmation, like people who have words of affirmation higher, especially like on the flip side, if you get negative comments or if you have something that kind of sticks, it even hurts even worse. So if like for anybody who's in a position where you can't do something, if <laughs> can't. <laughs> for anybody who's in that position where they can't have something if you keep asking them so when are you going to all that's telling them is that they are not worthy or they're not able to do something that they're not normal that they can't do it as opposed to you know hey do you want to like is this in your future if they're close to you if they're not, why are you asking? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> why are you right. And that that kind of mindset is how we get lines in Age of Ultron, where Natasha is telling Hulk that she can't have children and therefore she is a monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my goodness. My least favorite line. Oh. It was such yeah. a cool moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually like that line because I feel like that. There's a lot of people not like not that I explain. Like, <laughs> not that I like that she said it. I like that they 
showcase that because that's something that I think doesn't get talked about very much in terms of like just the general conversation around the shame that women feel a lot of the time not being able to have kids and I think like there is like a genuine shame that comes with it for a lot of people and a burden that a lot of people feel um so to just kind of highlight that that's how a lot of people are feeling I think was really important because it has sparked at least for us I know we've talked about it it sparks conversations of okay like but is that true and I think like in that scene in Age of Ultron like everyone knew okay that's not true but just having to talk about it sometimes when you vocalize something you see how kind of untrue or silly it seems uh when you say it out loud it kind of takes away the power so i thought that like i took it that way as okay let's start talking about this so that we can see how like how ridiculous that is to try and put all this pressure on women that they have to feel that way if they Mm -hmm. don't do what they're quote unquote supposed to do and in the comments good reminder that like women we're more than just baby makers. Like we can provide yes. so much to the world with our intelligence, with our actions, with our, you know, helping out our communities. Leadership. So like, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, Natasha's a whole ass hero. Like, girl, mm-hmm. you saved half the universe. <laughs> and you're talking right. about not having kids, like, you know, it really puts that in perspective of like how, you know, how we're like the thought process around that it can be. And then just the cultural norms can be so damaging. But I really want to show Candessa's message about, or people who have hard pregnancies, when people ask when they when they would have another, it's mm-hmm. traumatizing. Again, like there's mm-hmm. a lot of etiquette that people don't realize around, like asking people around kids. Yeah, It's mm-hmm. not, it's, you know, you really shouldn't be asking. It's none of your business to be quite honest. Mm-hmm. So I really love those comments. So yeah. in, in, in the practice of being vulnerable, my, my therapist tells me that I need to practice being vulnerable. I think I've done a good job this, this episode. Um, I am, I am currently in the process of, um, starting my, um, fertility journey. I don't know what, what you want to call it, but, um, I've been going to the doctor since February and just kind of feeling everything out and seeing, if it's, you know, if it's possible, first of all, but, um, starting treatments and things like that. And just, you know, I'm in my mid thirties now and my sister-in-law who is a couple of years older than me just had, um, just had a baby, my, my fourth nephew. Um, and I, my sister was a little bit older when she had her last child. And, um, I just hear all of these like just what what Candace said about the next pregnancy or like when you're going to have another child and if there's if it's a difficult pregnancy you know it could be traumatizing but I was there with my sister uh during her last pregnancy and it was really difficult and it was scary and she was on bed rest the same with my sister-in-law and so I'm I'm working through this with my therapist but there's a lot of like baggage I didn't realize I had that I'm still carrying from from hearing all of those conversations around those uh, those experiences, which I mean, they're my family. And so I, I understand why we had those conversations. But at the same time, it's such a personal thing. And I, you know, 
I don't, it is kind of scary. It's kind of, um, it's kind of nerve wracking. I'm excited for, for my own journey. Um, No. Oh no! It's, it's a, <laughs> a moment for her to get It's a personal thing. It's I'm I'm good, good, good. But yeah, that's yeah. yeah. I mean, thank you for sharing that, mm -hmm. Sarah. Because again, I I really appreciate all of us kind of like represent like different points of life, different life experiences. But that was really powerful, and I think. <laughs> Like when we talk about like etiquette around this, talking about just different like women's experiences around like the I like the ideation of children, like I think that's really important. So I really appreciate you sharing that. Mm -hmm. Yes, thank you. Yeah. yeah. I mean just be mindful of of the room. Like just be mindful of who you're talking to and what is coming out of your mouth. <laughs> mm -hmm. right. Words of affirmation in the comments. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Yay. Consider it. Yeah, you're so nice. Thank you, Samantha. <laughs> yeah, thanks for, for sharing, Sarah. And that also brings up another point, too, of, like, you never know what people's journeys are. And just because, like, somebody's yeah. married or in a relationship doesn't mean that that's the right time or place for them to have kids. And just because somebody's not married or in a relationship, again, doesn't mean that's not that time and place for them to have kids. So goes back to kind of how we started this episode of just be mindful of people around you, respect each other you know, be kind to each other because you never know what's going on. And even something that is said in a, with like a well-intentioned manner may come across as something that yeah. is hurtful. Yeah. And yeah, I, I don't know. Just, yeah. yeah. We write our own journey. Yes, over Pastor Kara. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. I feel like we should save the last question for next week. Yes, because I feel like agreed. it's hard to top the vulnerable. Sorry. <laughs> no, don't be sorry. I apologize for sure. Yeah. This is what we're here for, right? Like we are on a journey to become better uh, women and men in the comments too. Um, yes, thank you both. We're just, I, I personally find with you girls and part of the reason why I am doing this podcast with you guys is that we are very open with each other and we are honest and vulnerable and I learn a lot from you guys. And I'm also learning lots from uh, people in the comments as well. I can see all your comments coming in and we appreciate you guys taking this journey with us too. Does anybody have any closing comments before we head into this long weekend? I think that was great, Kara, Maya, Jalen. I, I have like a closing cl closing quote from the author of, there's actually a Love Languages book. So if anyone wants to dive deeper into learning more about the Love Languages, like tactics on how to like, I guess, act on them, act on your you know, significant others, family members, friends, Love Languages, definitely check it out. But the author, Gary Chapman, he has a quote that says, people tend to criticize their significant others most loud, significant, oh God, significant <laughs> others most loudly in the areas where 
they themselves have the deepest emotional need. And that really stuck with me. My mom has the book. Mm-hmm. Um, because like when we talk about like love languages, how you want to be loved, like that is so critical in like making deep connections with other people. So like if if anything that you got from this this episode one, it's like etiquette that you know we kind of explored just in like the last 20 minutes, but also like understanding the power behind knowing your love language and recognizing someone else's love language that that you love, that you want to celebrate in your life. So I would say that, you know, definitely take the quiz. If you want to get the yeah. book and like re- learn more, definitely make it a conversation with people in your life. Um, and us. I just think there's a lot of great things to that. <laughs> yeah, send us a DM about something that you learned about yourself today or mm-hmm. with your love languages, a moment where you noticed it with somebody else. We would love to uh, be a part of that journey with you guys. Yes. All right, ladies. <laughs> Good night. Fun. <laughs> cheers. <laughs> oh yeah, cheers. Cheers. Yes. Last time I didn't have enough wine left. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> Good night, y'all.